Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories mixed with Am I the Arsehole as well. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And today is Pet Text Tuesday, <laughs> where you guys have been sharing your pets with me over on Twitter at Mark Narrations and just sharing your pictures so they can be displayed on the channel as we discuss the story. I've absolutely been loving seeing them so thank you so much for getting involved and as i said if you would like yours displayed on the next pet tax tuesday and message me on twitter at mark narrations and send your pet tax there but anyway let's crack on with today's first story and our first story comes from a throwaway account who says am i the asshole for trying to help my son-in-law throw away because my daughter is on here my 60 female daughter female 33 and her husband male 39 have been married for almost nine years and we are together for five years before that we had weekly sunday night dinners together and took family vacations he liked us and we loved him a month after their wedding they moved over 700 miles away and we were limited to infrequent holiday visits when my husband and i would have a monday off from work when my daughter was pregnant with their first child, I hated that I had to miss helping her through everything because my son-in-law didn't know how to handle my daughter being less than on top of her game because she ran their household. I was with them for the birth and my husband drove in to help them move into their new house. We were happy to be there for their first step into this new chapter of their life. Before we left, I wrote my son-in-law a note with a plea to help my daughter more and some tips for a new father. My daughter confided that he was less than pleased that I didn't think he could figure things out on his own without my help. Years passed and they finally moved back to our home state, where day trips to visit were possible. Our second grandchild was born and son-in-law had decided to be a stay-at-home dad. My daughter was working a menial tech support job with as much overtime as she could handle because he'd been laid off and refused to consider a profession outside of what he'd been doing for the last 20 years to support their family. We came to realize that his definition of stay-at-home dad meant putting the oldest on the school bus, putting the toddler in a high chair and aiming it at the TV while he went back to sleep or played computer games until my daughter came home to take over. No housework was done and more than once they fought because he thought his wife should be doing it. She did not agree. When I came to babysit one weekend, I wanted to help get her out from under the mountain of housework that wasn't being done while she was working and found bank statements. They've never had a joint account. The little bit that my son-in-law was making from a side gig was being spent at the liquor store and based on the timestamps of the charges, he was leaving at least one kid alone to get his fix. I worried about my daughter and the safety of my grandchildren, but I knew better now than confronting my son-in-law directly. Instead, 
I contacted his parents and told them what I'd learned and asked for help in getting their son to straighten up. Rather than help me, they called their son and inflamed our conversation. That night, my daughter called me and asked how dare I go through their mail, contact her in-laws and accuse her husband of being an alcoholic and neglectful parent. I tried to point out that she doesn't know what goes on at their house while she's working so many hours, which didn't help. Now she barely talks to me when we used to have daily phone conversations. I feel I was justified. Was I the arsehole? Impossible Pause 3788 says, you know that neglect is happening and that your daughter is too overwhelmed to help them. We can guess that she probably won't leave her husband and that she won't listen to you. You need to get the children out of there or at least support them as much as possible. They're all that matters right now, not the arsehole. And Suitable Cod says, I see your point and I know you mean well, but you've gone about this in the worst possible way. Everyone sucks here, but way more on your son-in-law than you. It's clear that you want to help, but you need to talk to your daughter and ask her how you can help rather than going through other family members. Country Bumpkin says, I know you meant well, but you're the asshole. You have no business reading their mail and contacting his, a grown man's, parents. You didn't even talk to your daughter first. It appears he might be a bad husband with a drinking problem, but you really should have brought that up to your daughter. You offer her a shoulder and helping hand if she asks. Right now, you apologize to her. Tell her you're available if needed and step back. Script says you're the asshole. You completely violated her trust and illegally went through their mail. Then you used information you had no right to to complain to his mummy. No way you're gonna come out of this smelling like roses when you were waist deep in bullshit you created. And Manny Mo STL says, while I get that people are concerned that you read some bank statements that you found while cleaning and taking care of the house your son-in-law refused to take care of because he is possibly one, an alcoholic, two, sleeping it off, and then three, playing his games except when, four, leaving their maybe two-year-old at home alone to get more booze, Rather than talking about your mentally abusive alcoholic son-in-law who spends his day sleeping and gaming, who ignores and disregards his toddler all day long and even leaves home alone for God knows how long in order to get another fix. Your son-in-law is a giant asshole. My heart hurts for you. Your grandchildren and your daughter who can't see what is happening in her life. You're 100% not the asshole. I wish you hadn't learned what you did the way that you did. Jesus fucking Christ. If that toddler dies in a house fire because your son-in-law starts smoking and leaves her butt burning one day when he heads to get a bottle of Jack, everyone would and will blame you for not having done something to help when you learned about what he was doing. I'm sorry I don't have any suggestions for you. Sadly, you have now learned that your son-in-law's family is just as bad as he is. And one more from Warren Adot who says you're the asshole, not for having legitimate concerns about the family, but for how you went about this. Firstly, no one believes that you found mail by chance while doing laundry. Secondly, instead of speaking to either adult involved, you tattled to his parents. Be an adult instead of snooping, meddling, judgmental nightmare of a mother-in-law. So after that one, we pretty much had every verdict going possible there, apart from no one's an asshole here. So now we're gonna move on to the update which happened two months later. So I took the many you're the asshole votes to heart and called my daughter, Abby. I apologized for stepping over previously unknown boundaries and from that point on, I'd wait for her to ask me for help then try to step in unsolicited. 
Things were still chilly but warming from her. But her husband refused to speak to me, much less occupy the same room. I didn't try to change his mind. I just wanted to be in a position to help my daughter and grandsons. As overworked and distracted as she was, those boys are Abby's life and she'd lay her life down before letting them be hurt. I was given permission to have the boys for a weekend to give the grown-ups some alone adult time. The rest I've heard from Abby. She decided to treat them to a dinner out since she had some unexpected overtime pay and wanted to eat something that didn't come out the freezer. While at the restaurant, in the bar waiting for a table, he immediately started drinking. He didn't stop until she mentioned that she didn't have the money for a binge, just a decent dinner. He didn't like that and sulked while Abby tried to make the most of their free night. After leaving, he asked why she was in a mood. Floodgates opens and she told him every grievance and frustration she'd had since the baby had been born almost three years ago. For the second time in a month, he told her, if you are so fucking unhappy, just leave, get the fuck out. The first time he said that, she just drove away until it was bedtime for the boys. This time, she packed a week's worth of clothes and came here, telling me and her father everything. This isn't the first time they've had to take a break, but she says she's not going back this time. School's out for the summer and her father and I are happy to watch her boys for her while she is commuting to work, but she's considering quitting that job to get something closer to here. Her soon-to-be ex has only come out of his fog to request time with her boys once. He's having to move in with his parents as Abby told him that she flat out refuses to pay more rent for a place she hated and never wanted to live in the first place. He and his parents will have the boys for three weeks this summer when everyone's plans get finalized. They're heading towards divorce and I'm not sad over it now. Even Abby says that the man she's separating from isn't the man she married. Only place to go from here is onwards and upwards. Fingers crossed. And OP said afterwards that they couldn't edit the post, but one of their first dates was on her 21st birthday. He was 27 and they got married when she was 24. And I've got to say, well, look, first, I'm very glad that OP's daughter was out of that situation and is moving on or whatever. I'm very happy that they're out of it. But when OP done that update and they said, I apologize for stepping over previous unknown boundaries. And from that point on, I gotta say that rubbed me the wrong way. It felt like a, I'm sorry that you think I did something wrong and not like a genuine apology. But as always, I would love to know your opinion on this one. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Work Life Balance 13 who says, am I the asshole for telling my wife to find a new office? My 35 male wife, 32 female, works from home. Because her job is demanding and she works across several time zones, she generally works from 4am to 4pm and some on the weekends. Technically, she is working for three different companies all in the same industry, but she earns quite a lot doing it, so it's not all that bad. I work from 6am to 2pm during my week. We do not have the same days off. She works a normal week while I have Monday and Tuesday as my weekend. We both do chores on the weekend. She usually spends hers cleaning the inside, while I will do chores on the outside of the house, cleaning the gutters, mowing the lawn, etc. Sometimes things would be a lot easier if I had some help. The outside chores are a lot more labor intensive, so I will ask her for help on my weekends. She doesn't like it when I do this, which is not like I'm asking a lot. It will literally take two seconds for her to come help me. 
but either way, I know it does bother her, but her schedule is flexible while well, mine isn't. Today, I was working on my motorcycle in the shop and I needed help lifting it onto the stand so I could work on it. Technically, I could have done it by myself, but it would have been a lot safer if she came to help me. I text her from the shop to come help me, but she didn't answer. So I walk inside and call to her from downstairs to come help me. When she screamed, I am in a meeting, and I heard her slam her office door. After about an hour, I went upstairs to confront her. I said I was sorry I interrupted her meeting, but her reaction was uncalled for and honestly weird and suspicious that she would slam her office door. That wasn't necessary. She told me she was tired of always being bothered when she was trying to work, which I would understand if her schedule wasn't as flexible as it is and if her projects weren't computer-based. She can do them whenever she wants. I told her I didn't think I was asking too much for her to help me with some chores and she said, if I were in an office, then you wouldn't have me around to help anyway. So I told her if she wanted to work like she was in an office, then she needed to go and find an office. Otherwise, she would have to deal with me being home. It's my house too, and I'm not going to walk on eggshells on my days off. Today, I woke up to the sound of her car leaving the driveway. I called and asked her where she was, and she just said, the office, and hung up. She ended up working all day in a coffee shop. I think that's completely ridiculous, and she is overreacting. But am I the asshole here? 
to its altruistic progress says, and the outside chores are more, no. You mow once a week, clean out the gutters like once every three months. Dishes every day, laundry every day, vacuuming, sweeping, mopping every few days. Dude, you're the asshole. You are expecting her to do chores and work 12 hours a day. Fuck that. Hope she stays at the office from now on. Coffee shop, bookshop, hell, even a park. Just to be away from you. Reason Training says you're the asshole. Even when working at home, she's still working. Does she interrupt your workday to do something when she knows you're on the clock? Crystal Queen says you're the asshole. You intentionally disturb her because you don't respect her time and just view it as her being home anyway. She's working. She does her fair share of chores and you pottering around with your motorcycle isn't a household or outdoor chore. That's your personal hobby. Prof Moxie says you're the asshole. You knew she was working and didn't reply to your text. By the way, you don't say if you have children or not, but inside household chores are hugely time consuming. In contrast, outside chores might seem immediately more labor intensive when actually they need to be done less frequently and aren't as urgent as daily tasks like making dinner, doing dishes, laundry, bathroom, etc. Fixing your bike is an example of a hobby chore that doesn't immediately need daily attention. It sounds like on top of working for three companies, your wife is also doing all the housework. Not cool, OP. No wonder she's frustrated and overworked. Jeepers Creepers 74 says, so you tried to call her bluff only to find out she wasn't bluffing. And my guess is that you still text her all day anyway. Just waiting until she figures out the problem isn't so much an issue of office versus no office, but husband versus no husband. You're the asshole. Now, what do you guys make of this story? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another one. So PhD throwaway 42T says, am I the asshole for insisting my boyfriend's father call me doctor? I 27 male recently met my boyfriend's 25 male parents over dinner. I was warned in advance that his father in particular was very strict and that we might not get along. My family environment was and still is very free and open-minded. I grew up in a family where everyone, including me and my siblings, had a say in how we wanted to function. My boyfriend, on the other hand, grew up in a very conservative family, two kids and a yard, and the father being the primary decision maker and head of the household, so to speak. Still, I said I would do my best to get along with his parents for his sake. We met up at a local restaurant and before I could even say hello or hand over my gift, his dad greeted me with, hello, my name is General Smith and you will address me as such. I was so taken aback by this that I honestly thought it was a joke. So I replied with, hello, my name is Dr. Johnson and you will address me as such. His father didn't respond to this at all, basically not acknowledging I was even there. I realized that he wasn't kidding when my boyfriend greeted his father by calling him General Smith. I tried my best to bite my own tongue for the duration of the dinner, but there were so many things about his behavior that bugged me. He was so insistent on being respected, but he didn't respect his family or me at all it seemed. He basically ignored me for most of the dinner. He ordered on behalf of his wife, who did not appear happy with his choice for her. He belittled my boyfriend for not being a real man, which struck me as homophobic. The list goes on and on. At some point, he turns to me and says, So, Sonny, what is it that you do? The tone of his question just pissed me off so much. I just couldn't ignore it. 
I responded, well, I'm a biochemist and would prefer if you referred to me as Dr. Johnson. This kicked off a big argument and I'll spare all the details, but he told me that he didn't need to refer to me as anything, that I was his son's boyfriend and as such, a guest. Wasn't at his house, wasn't gonna let him pay for me. And that if this was a dig at his military career, that I should know that he fought for my freedom in this country. I told him that I wasn't in the army with him and as such, I didn't care what his rank was. I also said that I didn't really care about what he thought he was doing for my freedom. Dinner ended early and I went home. Later, I got a text saying that I should have just shut my mouth and that he was pissed that I couldn't just let it go. He said that it's true that his dad was uptight, but that he just wanted to be respected and that I should understand as much. I fully disagree. The way he commanded respect was by degrading those around him. If my boyfriend and his mum are cool with that, that's their business, but I wasn't gonna let a complete stranger do that to me. Still, I do feel bad because now my boyfriend is the one stuck doing damage control, so I wonder if I am the arsehole. Now, we had a story a little while back where a boyfriend was going to meet the family and, you know, he insisted the family call him doctor. And I thought it's going to be another one of those situations, you know, just a random family he's meeting and no, you must call me doctor, etc. But absolutely not the arsehole in this situation at all. And you're right, you wasn't a guest in their house and you wouldn't have to put up with that anyway, even if you was. And he's the one that started off with the absolute bullshit and you just followed it up. And there certainly is a part of me in this one that feels sorry for Opie's boyfriend and wife and, you know, the shit they have to go through at home if that's what they're doing there. And again, you're certainly 100% not the asshole to me in this situation. Whatever you do, I don't think you're ever going to want to be around that dad again, in my opinion. Why would you want to be around someone like that? I can't see them changing anytime soon. Maybe they will. Maybe they would shock me, but hey. But there is a part of me that says, if you can, it's up to you, if you're with your boyfriend or not, to reach out to him and just ask him if he's okay, etc. He's grown up in that family. That's his life all the way through. That's all he's ever known by the sounds of it. And I'm not excusing, you know, bad behavior or anything like that. And I'm not defending it in any way whatsoever. But I think in boyfriend shoes, it's got to be difficult when you've been in that your whole life. But the mud blood Slytherin says not the asshole. It's funny he wants to be respected, but during your first meeting, he threw all that respect right out the window. If everyone else wants to be a doormat, fine, but they shouldn't expect you to be one too. I will say this, take a good hard look at how your boyfriend is handling the situation. This is how you can expect him to handle other conflicts with his family later on and gives you a good idea of whose side you can expect him to be on. Floppy eared dog says your boyfriend's dad is the missing stare that everyone tiptoes around. A toxic person that everyone enables, indulges and normalizes. No one challenges their behavior and just minimizes their outrageous behavior by calling them uptight and conservative. Not the arsehole and then shared a Wikipedia link to missing stare. I just want to look says not the arsehole. Just remember being justified does not mean being free of consequence. You likely killed your relationship. Browsing says not the arsehole. Actually, I think what you have done was absolutely right. Humorous and sharp. Love it. Maybe, and this is me not giving the best advice, but I cannot see how anyone voluntarily sits at a table with that man for a second time. Just ask your boyfriend what he thinks about your relationship and if he would agree that you should treat each other with love and respect. If he agrees that he wants to do so, he should address you Dr. Johnson. 
And if he thinks that's weird, maybe, just maybe, he'll see what his father is doing. Has nothing to do with respect. And one more from many shits can happen who says not the arsehole. I love how you put general douche in his place. You can't treat people so disrespectful and expect them to answer back friendly and polite. Respect is for people that deserve it, not for people that bully everyone around them, even his family. I do feel a bit bad for your boyfriend. Who's the one who has to deal with a backlash? Imagine growing up with such a dad. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? How would you deal with it if you was OP? You know, there's a part of me, and again, I'm not excusing the behavior. There's a part of me that for the boyfriend, I find it incredibly sad that they've grown up with this totally sort of normalized. (sighs) What do you guys make of this? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories, your love, support, and time. The pet tax that you send every single time i always get flooded with it on a tuesday it's like my happy day now as soon as the video goes up there's like pet tax incoming (laughs) so thank you so much for that and if you would like your pet tax shared on the next pet tax tuesday don't forget to send me a message on twitter at mark narrations with the hashtag pet tax tuesday which allows me to use your photo in the next video so thank you so much and hopefully i will see you in the next one your cheeky so and so. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Time my day, wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know that today.